0: Hello and welcome to Cinema in Context, where we discuss all things film and the connections between. My name is Jeremy Downing.
1: It's-a me, William Chen!
0: <laughs> welcome, William. It's wonderful. And uh, we don't have Sarah with us this month. We are joined by the wonderful Billy Revelseo. <laughs> Hi, I'm Billy. (laughs) (laughs) It's me, Yellowie. It's me, Billy. So, welcome, Billy. It's good to have you back. I think this is your third time. Yes, yeah, it is. We did the Five Bloods. uh, That's right. What else was ages ago? (laughs) Yeah, Spike Lee's um, film. I was gonna say great film. wasn't great. (laughs) wasn't great. (laughs) (laughs) And what else have you been with us for?
2: Um, I went, it was the the Thor movie, I think. The, oh! The, the fourth oh Thor? Oh my gosh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Oh, that was a film. Actually, have <laughs> you seen
0: Taka Waititi's new trailer come out this week? Yes. The last with four the, ones.
2: Yeah, the American Samoan story. Yeah. yeah. With um Fushbender in it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: good. And Oscar Kitley's in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the priest from Hunt for the Water People's in there. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's <laughs> the same character, but it's Takawatiti and another priest. ah uh-huh, ha Gotcha. So, yeah. Anyways, good to have you, Billy and Mario. I mean, William. Great to have you. Each month at Cinema in Context, we discuss two films, one current and one retrospective with some connection. It could be the same director, the same actor, or a similar theme. This month, we are discussing the Super Mario Bros. movie, which came out this year. Fully animated, a new film from Illumination Studio. Illumination, is that it? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Of Minions fame. And Super Mario Bros, which came out 30 years ago in 1993. The connection being, well, they're both about the Mario Brothers franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo's <laughs> long-standing game, gaming kind of phenomenon. Mm, yeah. Awesome. Uh, William, give us a bit of an introduction to the new film, this animated wonder, Super Mario Bros.
1: movie. And what an animated wonder it is, Jeremy. Guys, 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 I, I just I watched a visually resplendent animated adaptation of a property that's been beloved by people of all ages for decades. Where characters voiced by Chris Pratt and Charlie Day have to journey to different themed worlds to mount a resistance against a tyrannical ruler, only to be pulled into the real world for the final showdown. But enough about the LEGO movie! Yeah, I was ready for it. <laughs> 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 amazing, amazing. But I am be to say that there are some clear connections here. Oh, heck a yeah. And, and I think a lot of people have been very, very uh, strangely disparaging towards the Mario movie because of the comparisons to what most people think is the more superior product. The Lego movie from 2014.
0: Nice. Awesome. Well, we'll get into that very, very shortly. Billy, we've kind of thrown you the task of summarizing Yeah, What? Whatever Super Mario Bros. 1993 is. So I'm going to just hand the floor to you. Give us a bit of a summary of this, this film. <laughs> um, well, I,
2: I think to really understand and appreciate um, the beauty of this movie, Super Mario's super mario bros 1993 yeah it's how you find it on the internet because <laughs> it's, it's very hard to find um we have to go back to 1993 you know it's 93 um you're having your paradiso ice cream yeah. <laughs> um, oh, uh, you know you've watched you've, you're sitting in the in the movie theater and you've just watched um the trailer for jurassic park yeah just coming <laughs> yeah. out and You've enjoyed the the three Alien films. We've had three Alien films, and (laughs) and and you're excited now because you've been playing um, this two dimensional Mario game for how long? And you're excited to know more about their characters. (laughs) Um, And 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 so that's what you get. You get this hodgepodge film of um, dinosaurs, yeah, (laughs) Um, in the Mario themed. underworld yeah or other world because it's a different dimension similar Mm -hmm. to um the new movie too in some ways yeah yeah Uh, yeah. in that way anyway (laughs) i'm thinking any other way (laughs) it's similar um you've got bob hoskins playing mario which is like a cool fit i think like um but you know i think the last time we would have seen him is in the the rabbit the awkward rabbit when did hook come out Oh, maybe yeah, yeah. He's Shmi. Shmi. Oh, yeah. right. What was that? 91, 92?
0: Yeah, somewhere yeah. out there. But yeah, Who
2: Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and John Liguizzi, Liguizamo? Liguzamo, Liguzamo, who's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in this movie, it's like cool. To, it's fun to see him as a young person. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's it's Luigi. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like um, and then you yeah, and it's got all of like it's from Hollywood Pictures, which is like a Disney subsidiary subsidiary right. um and it's got all the same hallmarks of like awkward sexuality my god doesn't ever like <laughs> like, a, like a kid's film essentially um which is not um you know because uh, like um that's the same as bob hoskins Hus- and the you know um the roger rabbit yeah? kind of stuff like there's this weird sexuality that seems to be acceptable in these old school films yeah um and so (laughs) yeah that and that is the mario movie of 1993 i don't i didn't know what i was watching i was i kind of just started it and went along for the ride (laughs) because
0: yeah and uh, yeah that i think that's perfect (laughs) i just want to say we i usually have a spoiler warning at this point because we will spoiler both movies but i think with super mario uh, bros the movie the new one actually, we, they're both so similarly titled it's going to get confusing the one that came out this year there's not huge surprises in it it's kind of relatively formulaic and this old one it's almost like you want to hear the spoilers to be compelled to go and watch I <laughs> think. so nice usually people. I'd say pause it and come back at a future date just listen to our rambles I think you'll be convinced whether you want to jump into
1: <laughs> this movie yeah I'm, I'm keen to start with that if oh can, heck yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let's start by talking about the weird sexuality guys <laughs> 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 nice why why is this movie based on super mario bros again as you very very aptly said billy it's a 2d platformer right you have these mustachioed cartoon italians going around bouncing on mushrooms stomping turtles and saving princesses and the question is why is this movie so horny (laughs) yeah yeah I mean, yeah. On multiple levels. I mean, you know, John Leguizamo spends a whole part of it with his shirt off. <laughs> Why? No reason. Because it's hot. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> hey Mario, I met this guy and I met this girl and
2: uh, <laughs> I like her. That's yeah.
0: the we, premise of this. When they're, when they're like having the, the double date together, yeah. which is like something out of Fisher King. So this was <laughs> oh time, my right? god, yeah. I'm like, what am I watching? <laughs> and I, what am I watching was the question I just kept asking myself. When you get to like cyberpunk, Blade Runner, Brazil land. Yeah. With weird, f- quote unquote, fungus everywhere. <laughs> and it's like, so gross. It's so gross. And I hear the alien stuff like just weird stuff
1: yeah it's weird well jeremy did you read that this is from the same production designer as blade runner oh yeah and so he wanted to bring a lot of those styles that to makes so much more New sense capacity. i was trying
2: to look for like what a, like
0: how did they make this movie because the directors are very well known right so what what i've read is that the script was written by these quite well respected writers in hollywood they wanted to write a gritty adult dark story about two, two, two brothers, brothers who are plumbers oh. and i'm like and i'm like okay first of all that's just a massive question mark <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah. question mark block so <laughs>
2: it's ed solomon right who wrote um the oh, possibly who's the um what's the bill and Ted? right it's you know? yeah so, it's because it, it it. i saw lots of that like even mm-hmm. the two like spike and and, and the Higgy. Cooper Cousins? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. he did Men in Black as well. Well, because it, it's from the directors of Max Headroom, um, which is... What, what a what a movie to come off of, which is, you know, cyberpunk, crazy digital effects, mm. uh, really, really gritty, crazy stuff. And then it's a husband and wife team. The directors are uh, Rocky Morton and Annabelle uh, Junkle, or Junkle. Mm. Um, and just reading some of the behind-the-scenes stuff on the Marrow Bros movie is... It sounds like a nightmare in the worst possible way. All the actors have since come out and said that it was one of the worst experiences of their working lives. (laughs) Um, I'll I'll read some quotes, which you read this this stuff and it's like, my goodness. So, Legacy. In a uh, 2007 interview, Hoskins said... I just imagine his Brooklyn accent. Yeah, yeah. The worst thing I ever did, Super Mario Bros. It was an effin' nightmare. He didn't say effin'. The whole experience was a nightmare. It was a husband and wife team directing whose arrogance had been mistaken for talent. After so many weeks against their own agent, told them to get off the set. Effin' nightmare. Effin' idiots. (laughs) And then Dennis Hopper in 2008. It was a nightmare, very honestly, that movie. It was the directing team who were both control freaks and couldn't talk... Before they made any decisions. Anyway, I was supposed to be down there for five weeks. And I was there for 17. (laughs) My 60-year-old son at the time, he's now 18. He said, Dad, I think you're probably a pretty good actor. But why would you play that terrible guy, King Cooper? And I said, well, Henry, I did so so that you could have shoes. And he said, Dad, I don't need shoes that badly.
0: (laughs) I mean, from what I understand, the studio freaked out a little bit with the script being too adult. And so they ordered rewrites without consulting with the directors or with any of the cast. So <laughs> so those are quite they're quite disparaging of the husband and wife team, which I'm sure is true. But I also think the process, particularly around that time, if you think about Alien 3, they did the same thing to <laughs> Alien 3. They kept undercutting directors and it just makes messy movies. Can we just talk about though, the, the, so there are some really cool effects in this film. Oh my God, yeah. Like, yeah. like the scene where King Cooper and Mario are like, disintegrating into the real world i was like for 1993 that's that's pretty cool it's incredible and then the amount of money they spent on sets it's like every (laughs) random scene has a whole new set i'm like this movie no wonder it went fully over budget (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it
2: had a massive budget too eh? like i think so yeah for for what it was i'm
1: quite surprised by how much I, i can't remember how much it was but i remember being surprised by that. I think the idea is, you know, it's an established property that the video game is the most famous video game around, probably, and so why wouldn't you make money off this stuff? Um, but yeah the, the special effects and the set are both incredible I think um, reading a lot after watching this movie again uh, apparently the the stuff like the algorithms and the effects they created for this movie have now gone to be industry standards like it's, right. it's a program uh, called Autodesk flame which everyone uses for animation and it was started and created for this movie right wow that's, I mean that's going to be said and there, there is something about this film that
0: is kind of endearing in the midst of just the randomness other films i thought of was the the post-burton batman movies so the joel mm. schumacher batman movies there was kind of that campy quality especially with uh king cooper's um henchwoman oh. uh, mrs dursley from oh. the harry potter movies. oh my god uh, again, fiona shaw yeah horny horny as.
1: What, is what is she is she his girlfriend or secretary or um, like what what is her role yeah, she's been working her
0: way up to marry him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're taking mud baths together. Yeah, Dunes, there's connection to Dune there. Uh, it, it, a, what, what, is, she a, is she a
1: dinosaur as well? Yeah. I, I think so. Is it, the
0: idea that they've evolved from dinosaurs yeah. in yes. the same way that humans have evolved from apes? I think so. But they look like primates?
1: Yeah.
2: But what is the fungus connection there? <laughs> because I, that's I, I, what I was trying to understand.
1: That I I think it's some of the people are directly descended from mushrooms Um. and some from T-Rexes and some from other things that are ancient, I I guess. Can we talk about the the weird as like floppy disk game graphics (laughs) opening to the movie? Oh my god. The prologue? With uh, Homer Simpson, the rating is it? It's like sixty-five million years ago, there were dinosaurs, and it looks like a CD-ROM, like yeah. you know, uh, one of those magic school bus educational experiences from straight from the year nineteen ninety-two. It's
0: what I was just like, <laughs> wow, okay. Okay, can we pivot actually to the to the new movie? Because what I would like to, when I was watching the film, I hadn't even watched this old one yet, but when it started off with Mario and Luigi as plumbers in I guess they're in Brooklyn as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this is a nice homage to the old movie. Like, I think that's a clear homage to that because yeah. where else does that ever appear in the canon? <laughs> and Mario. And, and it's a cool little bit, right? He's got this yeah. Italian Brooklyn family and they go, th- like, just like you mentioned, Billy, like they go through a portal down in the sewers to this new world. That has to be a connection, right? Yeah. I think also, like, it's kind of a,
2: a throwback to just how. Actually, weird the idea of Mario Bros. is. Yeah. Like, I think we have to acknowledge that as well. Like, um, 92, they were trying to make it some kind of realistic... This could actually happen (laughs) in a different universe thing. But, like, it's a Japanese game... I don't, I don't know too much of the history of. Well, it's from Donkey Kong, right? Donkey yeah. Kong. Came oh, yeah, first. with Jumpman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have the Jumpman um,
0: reference. Oh, yeah,
1: they have a Jumpman arcade in, in their restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that
0: um, the Luigi came about uh, simply because they needed to have two players for that game? And, I th- and this, I'm confusing it with another game. But whenever they needed two players, whether it was um, King uh, Donkey Kong or the new Super Mario Brothers, and they picked a green from the Coopers... And oh. so, so they just duplicated the artwork because they could ah. only have so much artwork in For, for, for
1: pixel colors. Yeah, ah, and just for yeah.
0: actual design as well. Yeah. So the reason why Luigi and Mario look so similar is because they just had to duplicate the artwork. <laughs> like it was a pure like storage problem. Fair enough. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's so weird. It's a weird Japanese game
2: about Italian plumbers. <laughs> eating uh, mushrooms. Yeah,
1: eating, they, they gain powers and, by eating mush.
0: Yeah. And fighting dinosaur turtles. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Well, let's talk, because I'm a huge, well, you're a Mario player. We're all Mario players. And like the the kind of uh, mythology of Mario has really built and developed over time. Like, does the Daisy character come from
1: this old movie? I I don't think so. I think um, Daisy was first introduced in the Game Boy game. Um, Sumara Land And she was a princess Mm -hmm. From another land And she ended up I I think later on In the early 90s Being kind of Luigi's princess Luigi's love interest I think that comes from This
0: film though The love interest
1: dynamic Because I read something About that They're like Oh we like that We'll keep it Cool
0: okay Um, Which is so awkward (laughs) In that old movie like he's just instantly over her. Oh, I just and then who's done Daniella? Like she's Oh pretty, Mario's a girlfriend? Mario's <laughs> relationship with the uh, with Big Bertha or whatever her name is? Yeah. is what yeah. is it Big Yeah like
2: Big Bertha? Yeah. Um He just plays up in the middle of the film and then Mar- finds <laughs> his muscles
0: again and ah. it's like there's no mention of it anymore. Oh, and the way she just like pulls him in for a kiss and Oh, sorry, I'm getting distracted. But I'm just like trying to talk about my mythology of Mario just getting distracted by the yeah. weirdness of the old movie. Well
2: I think like also The times were quite different, right? Like in terms of how do you how do you adapt um, pop culture into these blockbuster films Mm. in the '90s? I mean, we had the turtles, we had you know there were a few examples of it. Mortal Combat, Mortal Combat, and the ways that they have to find uh, ways of doing the things that people enjoy in these pop culture um, icons. That matches, but like I, I, I think now we've got a, um, a roadmap to that, and I think that's what this new Mario movie did really well was like, it gave us all of the things that we love about Mario, um, in in a film that
0: looked like. The things that we were engaging with. I think that's the thing, right? Is that effectively it's a slightly better version of a lot of the cutscenes in so many Mario games. Whereas back in 1993, you didn't have that. There was yeah. just limited yeah. visual cues, and so you, all you really have are the character names. That's pretty much the only <laughs> thing that comes across um but yeah. like a lot of the stuff that's in this new mario movie it's straight out of 3d mario world or, oh yeah um or, or odyssey. odyssey yeah uh and and it's really cool i
1: loved all the mario kart reference stuff just yeah. there's that's a lot of really... crazy the, the music yeah like more so than anything else i yeah. think it was the music that really got me because i think what is it 30 40 years since mario Bros first came out and if you play these games, the music is just part of your DNA. Yeah. Right? And then you hear the stuff. When they start the Mario Kart scene, and they're, like, picking up kart parks, just like a Mario Kart 8. Yeah. And then they play the uh, the, the start screen music, like... Dun, dun, yes, dun, I noticed dun, that's dun, that's dun, that's dun, that. It's all yeah. orchestral. And I think I started tearing up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My favorite moment was when they finally get the star at the end, and they go into full star mode. Yeah. Which just, you know, works for the movie, so people that don't know the games don't. You know, you don't need to know the games. because It's not fan y in the sense of, like, wink-wink, nudge-nudge. It's just mm-hmm. there. Like, I even love the 2D platformer running around in New York City. Oh, and yeah, later on, yeah. And, 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 and it, later like, on, yeah. when they do that,
1: it's such an incredible sequence. And I wish they did that more, where it's just it's the, the, the Mario 1-1 theme reorchestrated, super grand, and Mario and Donkey Kong are just going around, like, stomping on fools. And it's amazing. Um, and really, like going back to what you, you, you were both saying, isn't it incredible how kids these days get this, this level of content that's so consistent with what they're familiar with and what they love? Because back in 93, it, it, as you were saying, Billy, it definitely was not like that, right? Um, I, the first time I watched the the Bros 93 movie, I think it was maybe in 96 or 97, it was on VHS... Uh, and I, I have this this very distinct memory of putting in the, the the VHS, watching the trailers, and then the movie starts and the Mario theme plays over the uh, studio logos, and I, I was getting really excited because I recognized that, and that was the only movie, yep. the only moment of recognition throughout the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just... Were you watching it with your parents or anything?
2: Yeah, or with my brother oh, and my parents. And so it's like, cool. whoa. Well, oh. I just remember those moments as a kid watching <laughs> movies with my parents. And then anytime there's anything kind of like romantic or something, like, where do I, can I go get
1: you guys something the <laughs> kitchen? Because this is a good I mean, again, so much of it is just really inappropriate. When we talked about Fiona Shaw's character, she's wearing like push up bras, the whole thing. <laughs> Um, there's a scene where Cooper gets really creepy with Daisy And it's like Oh, little girls always remember their first kiss Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah.
0: god Who saw a Dennis Hopper in this movie? He is just full Dennis Hoppering everywhere <laughs> Like, he's just Everything man! You've gotta be too involved man! Everything's gotta be great man!
1: There's like, that scene where he's like <laughs> Goombas!
0: <laughs> the Goombas are what is going on? Like little heads on top of massive bodies, the, the lift sequence where Luigi starts dancing well, them. Yeah, yeah. What even is that? And then it comes back later. <laughs> that, that's so. got to be a But it's, like it's it. great. It's
2: it's great um, costuming. <laughs> costuming. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. yeah. but it's also like, 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 were they trying to get the shape of the Goomba? You know, yeah, because the goombas are the, like the little brown mushrooms. Yeah, oh,
0: they are too. Yeah,
2: so I think that's what they were trying to go for. <gasps> no, but what? the
0: opposite is they're, they're the opposites. A a big of big head and tiny body. But I think
2: it's like the idea that if you jump on their head, and there's like one moment where they hit the little head, like that's how you kill them. I think them. you're giving it too I don't, much <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I don't, I'm. You're trying, uh, <laughs> trying to justify creative <laughs> choices. That no, 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 no. <laughs> they look like goombas. <laughs> Yeah, guys
1: what about the I'm pretty sure those guys in gum suits Are supposed to be shy guys Yeah Right with the gas masks oh. I, Right But see that's what I mean Like I'm, I'm looking throughout
2: the whole movie For the references And I was like these These trash guys must be shy guys Who did they make this movie for?
0: Like, what is this? I... That,
2: yeah, and that's that's where I, I kept coming back to because I was like, what is this? Who yeah. who funds this? Because <laughs> this is not great. And it's scary to me to think that, you know, they did the rewrites because it was too sexual <laughs> and that's <laughs> what too they did. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, like, apparently the, the very first version of the script it was going around Hollywood and people were calling it Drain Man because it was, it was basically Rain Man with Mario and, and Luigi <laughs> and it was a really adult drama about these two plumbers. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I, it's... It's uh, uh, like, <laughs> like, people...
0: Back, I guess they just didn't have any respect for the source material. They just wanted to make a film. And they thought, oh, here's some... We'll just pluck these... I guess that's what you alluded to, like, how far we've come. Like, that awareness of how powerful fans are. That's another thing to remember. People weren't aware of how powerful that fandom oh, was. Yeah. You had Star Wars, but the way that fans engaged with those sort of content was at comic cons or through magazines. Like it was a very one way yeah. street and kind of fans contributing back or being a part of the process just wasn't a, wasn't as much of a thing.
2: And, I, and I was, and that's why I made the reference to Jurassic Park 2 Cause that's the only other thing I was like, why did you go dinosaurs? There's, yeah. there's not dinosaurs. Well,
0: I mean, Bowser's is a dinosaur, right? Kind of is it, He's like a
1: turtle like man. A, <laughs>
2: <like> <laughs> a turtle, mutant
0: turtle they didn't just go <laughs> they didn't just go yeah nice they
1: didn't just go dinosaurs they went full like yeah Jurassic Park like, knockoff dinosaur. although um, I will say Yoshi is oh, yes. so cool yeah. like, like the, the amount of puppetry in that Yoshi puppet my gosh it's like the best effect hands down in the movie and when he appears and does his wha thing with his tongue it's like oh that's Yoshi <laughs> Yoshi was the most um to
2: the lore character <laughs> I would
0: say. And it's still weird ass Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the Citadel and Alive sketch of so it's a parody of The Last of Us, right? So it's when Pedro Pascal was on, was it was maybe the start of this year, and I said, um, if you like if you like gritty remakes of or gritty adaptations of computer games, then you're gonna love the new one from HBO. And it's Pedro Pascal's Mario <laughs> and it's Mario Kart, but it's really
1: dark. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 kind of like now I'm like, it's
0: kind of like this movie. yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: But oh, yeah um, Also I love that In the real world Mario has a rival Like Every yeah. time he brings up Ah oh, Scapelli yeah, I, I just Scapelli. cracked up He's like this mob boss Who is He's a developer He's also into plumbing Bro, like, i to be the Goonies Like There's so many movies Oh we're, we're with developers yeah. yeah
0: Just like Trying to push against him But then they He turns in He gets devolved, Doesn't he Into an ape yeah. And everybody's like ha Ha ha, ha. <laughs> Yeah, yeah 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 no one's surprised they... <laughs> these two people materialize so i don't
2: know
1: what anyone's just like oh yeah there they are <laughs> and, oh it's a cute monkey oh with scapelli i just love how they also again going back to what you were saying billy about trying to shoehorn in just real worldness um making sure that you understand that they're italians from brooklyn like from the accents, to, to Mario's girlfriend, <laughs> to all the Brooklyn girls who are kidnapped. Okay, they're, they're the really funny. The oh. really funny. Like, I, I forgot how funny they were. The, the one who it, it, yeah,
0: always has a cigarette. always has a cigarette. <laughs> but it's just, the what do they call them, the Brooklyn babes? No, the Brooklyn, <laughs> they've got a name. The yeah, Brooklyn yeah. something. You know that sequence where they're on the mattress and they yeah. go, they fly across, they fly across, apparently someone... Didn't they, they They loosened the tension on the rope and then they went on for lunch and then nobody checked it. And one of the girls almost fell off that and she would have dropped like 24 feet onto hard oh concrete. Gosh. Like just the dangerousness. I think um, Bob Hoskins broke multiple bones. He got stabbed at one point. Um, the director allegedly poured hot coffee over an extra because he didn't like the way they were dressed. Like just the weirdness also uh, John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins they realised very quickly how horrible this process was so they just got drunk the whole time to get through <laughs> so so you mentioned his shirt being off I yeah. reckon they just let them do whatever they wanted man and just to get through and some of the some of the stuff got like I'm sure there's improvised lines in this that just don't make any sense oh yeah
1: <laughs> it's
0: just outrageous
1: there's also um a really i was listening to a podcast a couple of years ago um the flop house which is fantastic uh shout out um but they had one of the the writers who did the rewrites on the mara movie uh, as a guest and he was saying how there was because obviously everyone was really frustrated it was going over budget way over time the actors were really angry and um there was a rewrite when uh, apparently dennis hopper was so just so fuming that he got the two writers and he got one of the assistants to bring in a dictionary and asked the writers to read him the definition of the word actor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Didn't he have, did have a three-hour rant at one yeah, point to one yeah.
0: of the directors? Man. Oh, it's just, poor, it's just poor leadership. But also I think it's poor leadership not from the directors but also from the studio, just mm-hmm. like under, undercutting what was going on. Can we talk about writing? Can we talk about Peach in the new film? Because mm. that was my my biggest issue with the new movie is I thought um, was it Anna Taylor Johnson is she uh, Joy uh, Anna, Anna Taylor Joy sorry she um, I thought she was a great did a great job with voice acting with Peach and I thought her design was great but she frustrated me in the sense that she just goes along like Mario turns up at her castle she instantly goes along with it I think Donkey Kong is a little bit guilty of this as well and I was talking to a friend of mine earlier in the week about. These female kind of tropes in these movies. It's the same with the Lego movie as well. I think to have quote unquote strong female characters, it means they are just one note. There's no development, and they're kind of just this. It's just as bad as the
1: the Daisy character in. I think their for old film. for the Lego movie, I will give it a little bit of defending because it's very very clear that Wildstyle is just a a of Trinity from, from you know the Matrix series right like so much of her is Trinity she's kind of supposed to be the one but she's not um, until at the end she kind of is Peach I find weird because they're trying to do the you know hashtag girl boss thing but it's it's in a way that's really a I think jarring compared to what we traditionally know Peach as even, even when Peach takes a starring role in the games you know that's not Peach, right? She, she's not, like, a, a a bossy monarch who, like, takes charge in a real action-packed way. She takes charge, but in her own peachy way. And it just didn't feel like Peach to me. And the second thing, yeah, why why does Mario come along? If this is who Peach is, why doesn't she fight Donkey Kong? Yeah. Why doesn't she, like... Fight, fight Bowser and his minions. Mm. Um, it just seems like a really weird narrative shortcut. Um, and I, I also thought Anya Taylor Joy, out of the entire cast, she was the one that really felt like this is a celebrity voice doing just a celebrity voice. I, I even thought Chris Pratt is hes fine. I, I think a lot of people were shocked and gave him so much guff for, oh, right, it's Chris Pratt as Mario. Um, but for most of the cast, it's it's decent. I, I think Fred Armisen is a really weird choice for Cranky Kong. And he's... He, I, I'm just this New Yorker who's a monkey now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But him yeah, him, and especially Iron Fever, Joy's Peach, I, I don't think really work for me. But yeah.
2: I love Seth, Seth Rogen and his Donkey Kong. That was yeah, cool. yeah. And um, Jack Black. Like, I didn't oh. know it was Jack Black until oh, the he's song. So he's so good. And I was like,
0: Oh, it's Jack Black? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, there was... That was cool. He was... I agree with you because I didn't even pick up... I knew he was in the film, but I just forgot. And then it wasn't until... It wasn't even after the song. I was like, oh, it's Jack Black. <laughs> and I agree with Seth Rogan. It was his kind of like little Seth Rogan giggle. Yeah, that they put it in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> and it works for... It really works for Donkey Kong. Yeah. But, but in terms of Peach, I agree with you. Like, I think... I mean, I'm wondering if this is just a problem with the source material and that Peach is ostensibly the, the princess to be saved very often, right? Are you laughing because... It's like the Zelda thing. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I think about our, our buddy and how much she doesn't like Zelda myth- mythology because Zelda needs to be saved all the time. Yeah. Which, I mean, Zelda doesn't always need to be saved. But it is the heart of it. That is the idea,
2: right? Link needs to save Zelda. Yeah, and even when I think when Zelda is, like, has the extra, you know, she's got the ninja skills and the <laughs> you know, Which is just... the same thing we kind of see with Peach in this new movie too. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, she's still very, like, in this feminine role. Yeah, um, mm. but she can she can kick butt, but she still needs a little Mario to um, to save the day. Save the day. I, th-
0: I think about Zelda. I think about Ocarina of Time. Like you've got her when you've you've got that incre- like spoilers for Ocarina of Time, but that great reveal of the, is a Sheikah, um, Sheik, Sheik uh, and she's revealed to be Zelda, and she's an amazing warrior. And then for the final battle, she's literally back in her princess clothes in a floating bubble, like it's it's it is. Problematic, and so I, I just wonder about that. But then I do think about those again, 3D Mario world where you can either play as Mario, Luigi, Peach, or Toad, yeah. and Peach, she is such an active warrior. And or
1: I think about um. Mario vs. Rabbits, and she has all of her own kind of fighting style. Or, or even Mario Odyssey, where for the entire thing she's kind of she's going to be wed to Bowser. And, and uh, spoilers for Mario Odyssey, um, at the end the the whole denouement is she she doesn't want to marry Mario or Bowser. She just goes off on her own adventures, and then you meet her through the game uh, post game, where she's she's. Exploring with Toad and and like finding new things and being an explorer and it's it's such a cool payoff for the entire game up to that point.
0: Mm, nice. I did like the wedding inclusion as well in this in this film <laughs> because it's such the white Bowser suit. Yeah, and, you know, it's such a big the, part. The Piranha there. Plant bouquet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also really the thing that got me and I just was giggling was when. Um, uh, Luigi ends up in that horror area and he's like literally like yeah. with the light because it's yeah. just directly out of um, Haunted Mansion. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mario! Yeah.
0: yeah. I,
2: like the, I think that was also one of the things where I forgave the film quite a bit is because they tried, they had to pack so much yeah. into like a, a story that people could follow. Yeah. Like they had to have that moment where Donkey Kong is fighting mario and then turns around and be friends with him so they can do the cart stuff yeah <laughs> yeah know? and like it kind of threw me back a little bit to um superman versus batman where it's like martha
0: why did you say that name it's my
2: mother <laughs> oh, let's <laughs> be friends and go fight the, the big dude at the end which is where we want to get to you know you, what I mean? you know yeah.
0: some writer just had like a, an epiphany at three yeah. o'clock in the morning he's like oh my gosh they're both got the same name yeah that's the plot point. <laughs> <laughs> and then never went back and revised it <laughs> <No. that. laughs> but I agree with you Billy I agree I think that the way that it hoodwinked in different references was a really satisfying thing to watch and I'll forgive it for some of its little plot 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 holes or, yeah. or, or I great. think
1: it doesn't does it even have a plot it just seems like it's this and then this happened yeah and then this happened the, especially the Mario Kart thing which again in my audience man people loved Mario Kart because the moment they started building the carts, you hear the kids go like oh, Mario Kart it's Mario Kart 8 I
0: think Mario uh, Kart's actually more famous now than the. were more people have played Mario yeah. Kart than they have played any of the Mario games mm-hmm. uh, definitely in our flat we play a lot of Crash Team Racing which is it's it's a Mario Kart mm. Uh Just people are more nostalgic if they played PlayStation with that, and it's the one that we keep coming back to. And there, there's yeah. a couple of sequences with
1: those carts. First of all, when I think it's Funky Kong who like takes them to to the palace, and um, they they fly off a ramp, and then the paraglider opens up, and my heart kind of soared with the cart because yeah. <laughs> I was just like. Oh. From the games yeah and it's
0: the sort of thing that you wish and you're desperate to find in that old movie right it's yeah. like I wanted those moments to happen in the old film but instead we get well th- th-
1: there's uh, there's a couple of those like we, we talked about Yoshi already when the bomb comes out it's almost like the Leo pointing meme where does he get <laughs> like, where <laughs> does where does he get, yeah, literally, where does he get these things uh, Where does Mario get these Lan- items? Lance Henriksen creates them out of his fungal body? Yeah. Is, is that...
2: That's, that's and he like... True. It's <laughs> the fungus always like giving it it them. out. Oh. And, 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 and Luigi's always like, The fungus is talking to us. <laughs> and then he picks it and I'm like, Eat it. Eat the fungus. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to give you powers. But then I'm like, No, that's a person.
0: It's
1: so <laughs> weird, but, but also,
2: why
0: is the fungus dead? Like a butthole with a like ball. So I, out?
1: I watched this in Melbourne with with my family, <laughs> including my mum. Every time the fungus appeared on screen, she was like, no, I can't do it. I can't <laughs> do it," and she left. This, like she just walked out of the room.
0: It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> and then it's Lance Henriksen. I don't know. <coughs> no. Were they hoping for a sequel? Okay. Can we talk about the ending of it as well? When Daisy just comes back, she's like, Oh, oh my God. God. You've got it. Something's happened. That's not a, that's not a, you're, you're not, it's, the, the words are, you're never going to believe this.
2: <laughs> Did you stay for the after credits scene? I didn't, I didn't Wait, there's an after credits? Yeah, I didn't know. For like, which one? I was like, I'm just going to just fast forward to the end for the, for the 93 one. There's an, there's a post credits oh scene. Oh my God. I was like, I don't think they do post credit scenes, but I'll just fast forward to the end. And it's um the um the I think it's the Nintendo big boss. Oh my um God. and he he's talking to Spike, the Cooper Cousins, and he's like, um, we really want to tell your story through a video game. What would we call it? And they say, Oh, it's the Cooper Cousins uh, And and I know that they've got that um There's that other video game, right, with Bowser's like other like the Cooper? Is there? Yeah, there's like a Cooper game. Is there like, a game because... called the Cooper
0: Cousins? Nah. Uh, should we Should we Google it? Have you looked at it? <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I tried to find Cooper Cousins, but, but Billy, it just references. My, my mouth is a gape. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was surprised I think it was to a post credits scene. Was so still... they must have maybe they planned to create a game, and it's like that terrible scene in. Um, the return of skywalker i know what was it called whatever whatever the last star wars movie was rise 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 of skywalker Skywalker. and there's that character that used to be a stormtrooper and he's like and um lando Lando curry's like let's find out your story and i'm like well that's such a poor way to bring
1: another (laughs) franchise speaking of star wars again i've just been re-watching Andor, um which is such an incredible show which is all about acting And Fiona Shaw plays Andor's mother and she ends up with some heartbreaking monologues. Just powerful, you know, trenchant, current, talking about like fascism and freedom. And and watching that and watching her role in this back-to-back, it is, wow. It's
0: it's quite nice to bring her up because I forgot she's in that and she's playing... Mm -hmm a different character for her. Because I've seen Fiona Shaw. Like, of course, she's Mrs. Dursley in the mm-hmm. Harry Potter films. She's in Four Weddings in a Funeral. and yeah, quite Yeah,
1: she, she is.
0: She's she's made a career in the 90s and 2000s of playing not very nice, uh, judgy, stuffy woman. And I think, yeah, that, her character in Andor is great. Mm-hmm. She's really, really good. Do you want to talk about the music in the original film?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So, again, um, going back to Mario Bros. 23... Uh, the music, for the most part, is the highlight of the movie, in my opinion. Like, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Steve, Steve Tyler, I think. Stephen Tyler is or, or Brian Tyler. Brian Tyler. Stephen Tyler is the, <laughs> the lead singer <laughs> of Aerosmith. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. Don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Brian Tyler. I think the score is brilliant. Right. It, it takes so many Maro themes and cues um there's these little bits like uh from mara 64 when mara's exploring mushroom kingdom like oh that's bobon battlefield and then strangely enough it jumps to the, the most overused 80s tracks i think of all time when aha's take take on me appears like oh. I, I don't know how you guys felt about i don't even that. remember that yeah, yeah it's during the the uh, original like they go to Donkey Kong World and and during the whole cart sequence it's like
0: take me on oh. yeah
1: yeah I remember that yeah and then at, oh at the beginning where they uh they played the kill bill like oh yeah I thought it was cheap and I was like who's going to get this this is what, what this is, is this? 20 years old now and when transformers did this in 2007 it was already dated yeah um and then of course they finished the movie with possibly the most overplayed pop tune of all time Mr. Blue Sky And I was just like, yep, I'm out. out." Uh, (laughs) But again, the Brian Tyler's music is amazing compared to the original, which it really feels like it was something dark and gritty and Disney execs or some other property manager, maybe Nintendo, I don't know, came in and said, this is way too dark for kids. We got to make it whimsical, you guys. And Alan Silvestri came in and has the most discordant, like... I I think I recorded an a cappella version for you, Jeremy, which goes like this. (laughs) What the heck is going on? And I I think why the movie is or has become a cult classic in a way is because of this this discordance. It's, It's a movie trying to be so many things at once that it comes out being a product that you just don't see anymore. And I don't think you even saw stuff like this back in '93, right? It's it's so weird, so off-putting, but with things that that are such you know flashes of creative brilliance, um, and the music really I think puts it on a whole another level. Like it just does not work, but in its own weird way, it's strangely charming.
0: I think that's the that's the <laughs> kind of the thesis statement of the whole film, right? It doesn't work, but it's strangely charming. <laughs> will I ever watch it again? No. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. Well,
1: guys, what about, in retrospect, that weird, weird sequence where um, they go back to the real world? Scapali's turned into a monkey, and they walk back to uh, Dino Haddon, and you see the World Trade Center... Warp into the ruined, yeah. burnt-out husk of the World Trade Center yeah. in the year 1993.
0: Yeah, true. Does that ever get returned back to normal in the world of the film? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I no.
0: don't know
2: but yeah, because I, I, I think we see the towers in the, in the other world first as well yeah because i remember i felt a little bit i was like oh i don't know how i feel about this anymore. yeah but
0: then remembering it's the time before all of that yeah yeah, yeah. and you definitely do because i think it was the first time i saw it, i was like is it the world trade center and then when it does turn into it i was like okay this is this is where we're at but it's amazing eh? like of a time where that's just so unfathomable that these yeah. things could be destroyed and i do think the world really changed at least pop culture western world changed in two, you know September eleventh, two 2001. I, yeah. I do think that we we don't get movies quite like this anymore because yeah. you know. And I remember when the, the I just watched um like a rewatch bits of the Lord of the Rings series when the Two Towers was coming out the year after the Twin Towers was destroyed. Mm. Um, there was some chatter about that, but it never really became a thing. But then the thing that they really had to focus on in the third Lord of the Rings movie was how do we destroy the Tower of barad without evoking Mm. any imagery of the towers coming down which I'm like that's a massive feat and so if you remember the end of Lord of the Rings um, when Frodo throws the ring into the fire spoiler alert uh, they the tower kind of breaks like glass and the thing kind of falls on its side and then it sort of explodes that's right so they had to create a way that it would disintegrate without yeah, just really different imagery to the falling down of, of the nine eleven towers yeah
2: I think yeah that's what these two movies juxtaposed for me is kind of like how far things have come and what narratives you're allowed to take. Like I even felt a little bit like the Bowser story or his like his driving force being Peaches kind of really got to me a little bit. I was yeah. just like I was like, oh are we are we past this narrative of just yucky masculinity yeah. stuff? Um but I also... But then also then, you know... Peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? And that's going to be one of the greatest <laughs> moments of this year... In terms of pop culture contributions. Which is just... You know it's just they've given the microphone to Jack Black. Yeah. yeah. you're like, it, go it, for it. it. It's like, we haven't written anything. Just come up with whatever. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so
2: well written too, eh? Like, I think... Um, someone was... Th- like, the chord... Um... Progression. Progression, that's the word. Yeah. Um, comes from the... What's the... Um, Rickroll? Oh! They've got got Oh, you! Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> you can see the same core through... Peaches, peaches... Oh, peaches, that's cool. Peaches. So, like, there's even references within the references he's doing. Cool.
1: I think the... Mario 23 is, is really interesting, because it's directed by um, Aaron Hovath and Michael Jovenick, uh, who are the people behind Teen Titans Go... Um, and it's, it's just such a different tone from that, because Teen Titans, and especially, I think I've talked about Teen Titans Go to the movies on, on this podcast, and I really love that thing, but Teen Titans Go is really irreverent, and it's all about making fun of tropes and, mm. and making fun specifically of superhero stuff, right? It's, it, it doesn't hold any of that stuff um, up on, on a, a silver platter. Uh, but Mario is kind of the opposite of that. It just feels like this is, this is real like brand management stuff. We want to play it super safe. It, we've said so already, like making sure the audience knows what they're getting into and sees what they love. And sees what they love in a way that makes sense in the context of their knowledge of the games. Um, it, really strange that these two people were brought in because they're, they're not really known for that stuff. Yeah,
0: nice. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cinema in Context. If you enjoy our podcast, consider signing up to our Patreon. Cinema in Context patrons receive access to exclusive minisodes, opportunities for one-on-one discussions about the films you love, and our extended episode catalogue, including extended content of the episode you're listening to right now. For this episode, we just discussed... What are we in Movies that we would partner with this, our favourite moments, something we would change... Other Nintendo movies we want to be made into movies or shows? Yes, yes. We talk about Zelda and... I think that was pretty much the only yeah. content,
1: right? Smash Bros. <laughs> or oh, a Metroid movie would be so cool. Wow. Sky
0: Fox? Are they making Sky Fox?
1: Oh, I, again, the I think the opportunities are limitless.
0: <laughs> Find out more at patreon.com forward slash cinema in context. You can listen to Cinema and Context on SoundCloud, Spotify, Radio Public, Stitcher... Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, which are great places to let us know what you think of this episode, as well as give us suggestions for future films to discuss and compare. Look out for our next episode in a month's time, and until then,
1: no am I?